Thanks for tuning into this week's Retail Nightmare. My name is Alicia Tobin, and this is my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and we have a very special guest this week, the lovely comedian Sophie Buttle. Hello. Hi. How's it going, Sophie? Super duper. I'm just over here. Yeah. <laughs> this is Jessica's house. I like it a lot. <laughs> Isn't it great? Yeah. Yeah. For the viewer at home <laughs> who's viewing with their ears. They're not viewers. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things to look at, Jessica, at, at Jessica's house. And every week I have something like that's a new favorite, like this Persian cat. That's <laughs> That's been there photo. for a while. Yeah. yeah. It's really beautiful. I like the huge David Duchovny painting. It's People are going to think that you're just making this up, but it's real. <laughs> nope. No. No. Also, uh, Tom moved to Japan. Former guest Tom Whalen yeah. moved to Japan last week, so I helped him get oh, rid you of acquired some, stuff. some new stuff. <laughs> got some new things. I got a tape player, so I can finally listen to all my tapes. That's exciting. That is great. It's a blast from the past. Rock on, Tom Whalen. Yeah, thanks, Tom. I uh, hope that you love heaven. Sayonara. <laughs> Where did he move to again? Japan. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Happy Japan. <laughs> Happy Japan to you, Tom. I hope he listens to this. <laughs> oh, I think he will. Yeah. He sent me a picture of a stuffed animal that was shaped like a poo. Oh, he sent that to me, too. It's very good. Yeah. Oh, he didn't send it to me. He well, will next. Okay, good. Yes. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's in Japan. He's Ugh. like still on jet lag. Can you be on jet lag? Yeah, you're on it like a drug. <laughs> it's you guys haven't tried jet lag. Jet lag? No, it comes in like a little blue pill. Put it up your butt. <laughs> no, you don't understand how to take pills. <laughs> it's a way to take a pill. It's a way to take certain pills. Yeah. I don't want to take pills that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You bring it up a lot. <laughs> I wish you're testing to see if that's how we're also taking it. <laughs> I'm like, guys, do you think about your butts as much as I do every day? <laughs> Kind of. Yeah. For sure. For different reasons, probably. Yeah. I got, I went on a whole kind of angry tangent uh, about people flushing things down the toilet that they shouldn't flush down the toilet that aren't biodegradable. Mm. It's not really a conversation to have with a person you're attracted to. (laughs) (laughs) I felt felt badly for the person I'm attracted to having to listen to that. I was like, and people are just like, don't even go. You can't flush condoms down the toilet. (laughs) You can't put those butt wipes down the toilet. Well, I think that's a good. Uh, And I couldn't pull out of this nosedive. Just like, we're probably never going to have sex again. Nosedive. (laughs) Well, like once you're talking about that. Condoms and butt wipes, those are both making you think about, like, your downstairs junk. So it's like, <laughs> you're halfway there to just basically having sex. That's a good point. Maybe it so, was, like, more of just an aggressive, like, come on. <laughs> give me things that I shouldn't put down the toilet. <laughs> uh, I put a lot of stuff down the toilet when I was helping Tom clean out his kitchen. Like what? Oh, my gosh. Well, he lived in that same house for like over five years and had a bunch of roommates and he had a roommate that would make him six (laughs) (laughs) little little boy (laughs) um he had a roommate that was a hoarder and so there was stuff there that tom did better than a roommate that's a whore am i right ladies Mm. i'm a hoarder and i can confirm that it's probably worse (sighs) than me being a whore well this was a crazy kitchen there was like a hundred things of spices that were old Oh, and you flushed them? I didn't flush the spices because those were dry, so I put them in the compost. But all the wet stuff, like old cans of sauce. I flushed a lot of stew once when I first moved into my first apartment. <laughs> I made this stew, and it was simmering for like, it was like a slow simmer. Like a year. Yeah, it was simmered for <laughs> probably six months until yeah. I remembered it. And it yeah. was so gross. Slow food movement. So I called my dad, and he came over, and he <laughs> flushed it down the toilet for me. <laughs> That's... What didn't you understand about what happened to the stew? <laughs> <laughs> Did it become haunted? <laughs> it was haunted, and I didn't want to put it up my butt. So. <laughs> Those are two facts of life that you learn early, and you, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I um, know some people that flushed meat down their toilet that mm. they could, like, it was something like meaty and stewy the last day of their lease, mm-hmm. uh, and it... I blocked the toilet, (laughs) overflowed, overflowed into all of the units downstairs, 
Yeah, meat is, I think, one of those tricky ones. <laughs> but I, I, there was some woman on the news, and she, no, she wasn't some woman. She was she worked for the toilets. <laughs> oh, she was Mrs. Toilet. She was Mrs. President Toilet. Toilette. <laughs> I forget. But uh, she was just listing things that are causing a lot of problems in the sewer system here, and there was just so many things I had put down the toilet too, and then things that I hadn't and knew that weren't, but. After I saw the list, I'm like, well, this confirms it. No more stew in the toilet <laughs> kind of thing. Are you not supposed to put stew down there? Not supposed to put food. Where are you supposed to put no stew No food? Then? No. I grew up putting food down me the too. toilet. Yeah, me too. Mom. <laughs> you steered me wrong. Well, like, what are you supposed to do with wet food? Put it in the garbage or put it in the compost. Or put it in your butt. Yeah. Yeah, with the pill. <laughs> Just a funnel. <laughs> oh, come on. Beer bomb. Well, hi- you hide the pill in the food, like how you yeah. feed dogs. Yeah. So your butt doesn't know. <laughs> you trick your butt yeah. into taking medication. <laughs> My butt probably does need a lot of medication. <laughs> you guys should write a manual. <laughs> oh, well, this has been an informative good toilet talk. Yeah. We this really... has been toilet talk with <laughs> three girls who were idiots. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, women, women idiots. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, I didn't mean to be offensive. <laughs> it's offensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so, an idiot, but I'm also a woman. First. Now I am concerned because idiot and calling myself to myself on a daily basis a stupid loser or a Aww. stupid idiot. Um, I've been calling going through a bit of a face. I've been calling myself a clown a lot lately. <laughs> like I'll do In something. What contact? I'll do a big dummy. Move. <laughs> like you're at the circus. Yeah, you're like, dressed oh, like a clown. A clown. <laughs> You're oh, yeah. like, you'd have a really good comedy clown set, and then you're gentle. like, what a clown. <laughs> I <laughs> am all those the people laugh. <laughs> no, like if I trip or something, I'll be like, oh, I'm such a clown, instead of being like, oh, you dumb, big dummy. That is better. That's better. That yeah. shows growth. You can Thank slowly you. ease out of that, and then eventually you'll be like, I'm beautiful and I'm special, queen. and <laughs> like, I'm the most important. Yeah. Tripping is cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should be tripping. Yeah. People be tripping. People be tripping. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> Sophie, what kind of retail jobs have you had? Well, okay. So I worked at Starbucks for a long time, and that oh, was yeah. my main one. But Ivan Decker already took all of the Starbucks stories. No, no, no. He had them from an Ivan Decker perspective. Yeah, that's true. Like, he was really excited about all the free coffees. That's also my And thing. also beating the system. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I think a lot of comedians work at Starbucks because there's so many shifts available that you can always get nights off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But it's also just the worst job. And it's tough to leave because they really make you feel bad. No, it's like a good. cult or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. it's yeah. very culty. And Are they hiring? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I liked, I liked it at the beginning. And then I worked there for like over two years. Wow. Yeah. And near the end, there was this lady. <laughs> she, she's a manager. And she was so mean. She wouldn't let me steal anything. <laughs> what do you mean? What What did you have your eye on? Just food. Like one of those Oprah CDs or whatever. <laughs> <They> <laughs> no, I nice never stole things. Right. Or money. But lots of food. <laughs> A lot of food. What was your favorite thing? The cheese boxes. Oh, do you know oh the yeah, she- with the fruit. Yeah, they have a bit little, of like a, like a, a boiled and a egg. Of crackers. Oh, that's the protein box. Okay. I didn't steal those. Mm, that hard-boiled egg though, right? Oh. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? Mm-hmm. I love hard-boiled eggs. They're <laughs> really good. They're the really? best. I like doubled eggs. Oh, oh, so good. But it's a lot of, lot of work. Too much work. Don't got time for that. That's no. what wakes are for. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I guess I'll go. Better be deviled eggs. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant like I don't have time for deviled eggs, but when I'm dead, I'll have <laughs> everyone have all the time. In I'll the world. rise up from my casket. <laughs> deviled eggs, deviled eggs for eyes. Fuck yes, that would be a great scary ghost. <laughs> That's what kind of ghost I want to be. Deviled egg, egg eyes. ghost, egg ghost. You would leave quite a smell. You'd have that sulfur smell on point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really distracted by the fact that both of you have glitter on your face now. I know. But is it, what, where? Where's my glitter? Yours is just too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like just your whole face is glittering now because you're just so beautiful. It's like just, just below your mouth. And then, Sophie, you have some like on your forehead. Mine is also all over my body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Intentionally. Well, that's a retail job, kind of. It's in a mall. Yeah, that, that counts. counts. Really? If it's a foot in the mall, you're working in retail. Okay, well, I decorate malls with Christmas stuff. It's just seasonal. Yeah. But it pays pretty good. That's good. And you get to be covered in sparkles for several months afterwards. Lovely. All bonus. your clothes. 
all of my clothes. Do you have a specific work outfit? No, I don't because it happens at night. So I often have to go after shows. Mm. Oh, wow. So it ruins nice clothes that I like. Ah, shitters. Big time shitters. I feel like I want this job. (laughs) You can take my job if you want. It's... I just like sort of installing things that are temporary. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's a lot of playing with decorations and untangling. But you must have like some sort of planogram. You can't just do what you want to do, right? I love that word so much. Planogram. Well, the ladies that organize it, it's a company called Lazy Wizard. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's this one lady that started it and then her two daughters kind of run it under her as well. Their and family name Wizard or <laughs> family name's Lazy. Lazy. No, it's but not the spelled L A S Y. The oldest sister's name is Soleil. Lassie Wizard. <laughs> and Wizard is spelled with an S. They meant well. to spell it Lasso Wizard. <laughs> oh, to demonstrate their skill at lassoing decorations uh, around stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Western hanging style i don't know what i'm talking about i just drank so much wine yeah you you really did that real quick (laughs) it's been a rough week guys it's gonna be okay kid i'll be fine but so this job sounds really cool but are you tired when you do it yeah but if i don't work during the day it's it's more fun to work at night i think because okay well like you know how if you're awake at night just at your house you'll blink and then like four hours will go by and then it's six in the morning Yep. Yeah. That doesn't happen when you're at work. It goes really slowly. Oh, yeah. And it inches by. Yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. But it's cool because, like, I, my family was Jewish, so I never decorated. Oh. Well, we kind of did to humor me sometimes, but it wasn't good. <laughs> Are both your mom and dad Jews? No, my dad's family is Catholic. My parents aren't together, though. They How never come got you got married. robbed of Christmas so hardcore? We celebrated both in the presence way. Oh, good. Yeah. So it was good. You can skip the other part. That's, yeah. We kept the good part. Did you have the guilt part, though? <laughs> was that Oh, intact? that's, that's everlasting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's every good. Day. That's the important part. <laughs> that's the part that haunts Did me Did you get a tree? Day. Sometimes we had a tree. We had, like, a plastic tree. Cool. Hmm. Did you guys have real trees? Yeah. Yeah. Only real trees. So, now my mom has a fake one. So many pine needles all over the carpet every day. Oh, but I bet it smelled so good. Beautiful. <sighs> Christmas is not like a thing that Jessica loves. No, it's just like... Are you Jewish too? In my heart, maybe a little bit. Like <laughs> Everyone always thinks I'm Jewish. And so many Jewish people are like, you're Jewish, right? And I'm like... Your apartment is pretty Jewy. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> I've never gotten that before. Only because it looks like my apartment and I'm Jewy. Oh. Is it because of all the chachkas? <laughs> My parents were like really unhappy and like yeah, the str- they were both stressed. Like everyone's got extra stress on them at Christmas, and so like I just remember so many fights. And then when they separated, then there was like weird pressure of like, who are you actually going to spend Christmas Day with? Jesus. And even though I only have a mom now, it's still like she's like, you're coming on Christmas Day, right? And I'm like, you know that I hate this. Like, why are you wa- making me do something that like stresses me out? And I have a breakdown and cry about every year. That's yeah. a retail nightmare. It's <laughs> just a family Christmas in itself is kind of a retail nightmare. Oh, oh definitely. yeah, definitely. Except for you, because you get to like work when the mall is yeah, closed. Yeah, I get paid, That's and the it's best. the only way I can be in a mall without spending all my money, which is nice. That's that is but nice. you can still window shop. Though. Yeah, I can enjoy the process of looking at everything that I want, mm-hmm. and then there's no way for me to give them my money. That's really smart. Yeah, but you could maybe see something and then keep your eye on it. Yeah, and then the stuff that I think about later, I'll go back and buy. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to, like, lay in bed at night and masturbate. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Did I give you that impression? Is that... (laughs) I'm just thinking, like, oh, that's a really nice Lacoste sweater. (laughs) 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 Oh, crap. Oh, those were the perfect pair of ankle boots. Butt masturbating? <laughs> no, that's just the noise I make. Um, all right. So I have a few more questions about this Christmas job. Yeah. Now, are you doing like big displays? Are you doing like what well, does they- a night at the museum look like? <laughs> is Ben Stiller there? Ben Stiller is there. He's even though just- he is also Jewish. <laughs> he's at the mall, though. I just imagine he's there. Yeah, he lives in the mall. <laughs> but there's um, there's different jobs. We spent like two weeks at Metro Town because it's really big. So big. So big. So it's we're doing that town. right now. Yeah. It's a whole town. <laughs> it's a metropolis. <laughs> it really is. And so we need to put 
stuff all along the top corners. Okay. And then there's also a big tree. There's a lot to do in the food court, I think, but we haven't done mm. that yet. Got to put bows on all the, the, <laughs> the yoga fruits. That's a lot of bows. But last year I did it too. And often I'll go after shows, right? So I'll have a few drinks in me. I was telling you earlier how yeah. to make it more interesting, I would assemble the decorations to look like male genitalia mm-hmm. in a lot of the corners and I never got in trouble for it. I love it. Well, I mean, male genitals look like just about everything else. They like, look like Christmas decorations. One line, more than two the balls. Other did, you say, two balls. did you say genitals? <laughs> Let me tell you it's a, a story tale. about some genitals. It's <laughs> my memoir, genitals. Genitals seems like it would be like a children's animated show, sort of like the raccoons or, or ducktails. Ducktails, yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah, you could totally plead ignorance. Ignorance, like, oh, yeah, I've I never even, even seen. Yeah, I don't even know How what genitals you? are. <laughs> Do I have them? <laughs> I don't think so. How could I make something that is not on my own body? Yes. <laughs> what an evil voice! <laughs> I don't know why you would have that voice in that context. Because <laughs> you're lying, and like that's your yeah, lying that's, voice. That's how I lie. I have a lot of tails. <laughs> tails, genitals. Mm. I have genitals. Genitals. All my tails are below or the genitals. belt. <laughs> yeah. Do you know mm, anyone that has an actual tail? Because that still happens, right? I wish I knew someone who would like trust me enough to show me their tail. <laughs> but I don't think I do know anyone who has a tail. I, kn- I knew some people who had like a six finger. <laughs> really? Yeah. But Did it come out at the top of their butt? Cause it's a nail. <laughs> yeah. It had a nail on it though. <laughs> and oh. joints. No. Oh. My friend in elementary school had a six finger, but they got rid of it when she was a baby. They like put a piece of string around it and like pulled it off. Like you would do to a cyst Tooth. on a dog or something. Ew. Yeah. Um. So you like this job? I do like it, but it's just seasonal. Yeah. And it messes do, up your sleep a lot. I would think so. What time do you get home? Like six in the morning. How do you get home? They drive me home. Well, that's great. Two years in a row, you must be doing something right in the decorating department. Oh, they just need people. Yeah. They're not in a place to tell me to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm really into doing this job. Yeah, come. It'll be fun. I'm going to hit you up for contacts. (laughs) And you'll be covered in sparkles, too. I have no problem with that. It's like being a stripper because you go home at six in the morning covered in sparkles with cash. Awesome. Not a lot of cash, but But, yeah, not as much as probably how it's a bit different. It's yeah. the same. Do you <laughs> have like integrity and self-esteem still or is it? No. No. That's okay. not required. No. no. Do you have to stand on really high ladders a lot? Uh, I don't. They have maintenance people to do ladder oh, stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. You're not qualified for ladder work? No, you need to get like a training. Oh. That's great actually because that's dangerous. Yeah. I took a... I used to do window dressing, and when I was learning to window dress, I studied with, like, a big company in Montreal, and one day I showed up so hungover, and to get up into the second level of the Levi's window on St. Catherine Street, you had to kind of pull yourself up from the last step on the ladder, Whoa! and then into a window, and I was, like, front. It seems like a lot of upper body strength that as well. That seems like I parkour. I was bar. <laughs> Yeah, You'd, it would have been fine if I hadn't been up until four drinking, <laughs> and I was like eighteen. Yeah. Shots. yeah, it was shots, trays of shots. Of course, it was big problem. You with that weird mafia boss? <laughs> that was that same summer. I knew for it for sure. Did you date a mafia boss? No, she sat on his lap. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think he put his tongue in my ear. <laughs> you think you know? No, like it's vague. It was. I remembered his, his name. And it wasn't finally. her ear. <laughs> It took me like weeks to remember his name. And then I looked up the restaurant and it's still there. And it's just... Italian? Yeah. Cool. That's really cool. cool. I like that. That's Super hot. Yeah. So he was like, it's not nice to say, but he's definitely like a gross dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so retail jobs, Starbucks, not good. Any particular customer interaction or staff interaction or management interaction. Oh, yeah. There was that manager that was very mean to me. She oh, was yeah. She wouldn't let you steal food. Let's get back to the yeah, yeah. <laughs> to this very important she's, story. She's Are, the worst. Aren't you just allowed to have drinks and stuff? You can have shift? drinks pretty much unlimited. Like, it's mm-hmm. three per shift, but you can't drink That's three drinks. Yeah. I could. Well, you end up doing it and then you get super... Dic- like, I'm still... I still have more than one Starbucks a day. Oh, whoa. Oh, my just gosh. Just drip coffee, but... Yeah. Starbucks. Sure. But... You can't have food. You get like 50% off food or something. So 
it's not that bad if you buy it. But if something's broken, you're supposed to throw it away. So I'm obviously going to eat it. That's eat wasteful. It? That's and, how, and if you dropped it first, it still counts. I know. Right? And apparently you're not allowed to flush it down the toilet. So. <laughs> hard-boiled eggs what down else the toilet. To that would be fun to watch, actually. I just a picture hard-boiled eggs a, swimming around. A toilet Ooh. with like a mound of like 24 <laughs> hard-boiled eggs in it. Like, like a turtle just laid its eggs into it. It's like, they'll be safe here. <laughs> a turtle <laughs> so if something was broken like a, a brownie or a loaf exactly the brownies never broke they made them firm on purpose very solid but that's all i wanted ever also if something's they only have two day shelf lives so you have to throw it away after two days we weren't allowed to take it home no we weren't allowed to take it home but all of us would obviously mm-hmm. yeah of course and then she came and she wouldn't let me steal food wouldn't let anybody steal food but me in particular and then she was always she's big time micromanager and yeah. big time this is how you put on the caramel. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> people put really that caramel on like so crazy. Like, oh, I was great at that for caramel oh, macchiatos. I was the queen. Are you supposed to put on a certain amount? Because people just cover. Well, there's a there's a pattern that you're supposed to do. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. like almost every, it's like a, a graph. A pentagram. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So after three months and it was, I always had to work with her in the morning. We would open together. And she was the one that had the key, and she would always be late what every single bitch. time. But very late. Like, we had to be there at 6 in the morning. It was on Granville. So I'm there by myself, and it was cold and scary. Yeah. And she's always late. And then after three months, oh, I remember. My boyfriend and I broke up, and I was very sad on the floor. And then she told me that she didn't like my attitude. And I said, you don't like my attitude? I quit. Whoa. To show that I didn't have attitude. She was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And then I never went back. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That being late business, not acceptable, especially from a manager. Oh, yeah. It was late all the time. And it was an actual problem. So disrespectful. And I told the store manager and she did nothing about it. Mm. I can see why maybe she didn't want you to take food. And it's probably because she wanted to save what you. What side are you on? <laughs> that would be like one of the greatest things to be able to do when in a job like that, you can't like give somebody like a bonus or a raise or, but to say like, okay, yeah, sure. If that's that thing you like, take All it. All of it's the fine. other managers were just making food constantly. Yeah. Like have a weird cake pop. Oh, the weird experiments we did with Starbucks food. <laughs> we would cut. Tell us everything. We would cut apple fritters in half mm. and then take. You guys are both vegetarians, but no. you'll still... No, you're not? mm But we would take the sausage breakfast sandwich, which it's is... already delicious. Egg, sausage, and cheese. We'd take the... Be- and then we'd put it in between the apple fritter, and then we'd put it in the oven. That's great. It was so gluttonous, and I've- it's the best moment of my life when we tried that. That's great. That's a great combination of flavors, it's like though. like savory. You yeah, made sweet. the cronut it was burger before anybody else and did. We would put, <laughs> and we would put brownies in the blender and make weird milkshake things. Which you're not allowed to do. They got really mad at us. You should have just opened up your own like Starbucks Fusion restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I would be into that because I always want two things when I go to a yeah. coffee shop. But yeah, I- and also for the breakfast sandwiches, they have such a different selection of like cheeses and meats. And sometimes you want to just pick and choose yeah. what you want. Exactly. That sounds great. I want to eat that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't eat anything at Starbucks because nothing is gluten-free. And I was That's never true. really a big Starbucks fan. They have gluten-free cookies now. What about the eggs? They do. They're really, really, really sweet. And they're just... Uh, I had definitely had to buy that protein thing. <laughs> that was unintentional. When I was desperate for food. But the... Uh, I like good coffee. And the only coffee place near where I work now is a Starbucks. And over the past almost two years, I've kind of grown to really like it. Because it's... I don't know. Everyone's really, really nice. They... There's that consistency factor, and I also like the mugs that they sell. Not the uh, branded ones, but the just the standard mugs are better than other mugs. So yeah. sometimes I leave with a bunch of mugs. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, definitely a hard job, and it's weird that everything is the same store to store. Well, yeah. But people are, seem so nice that work there. They well, work they, really hard. Yeah, you work hard, and it's not it's not like a hard job, but there's always something to do. So if you're not used to just always moving around, it's hard. Yeah. Well, you get three drinks per shift. Well, yeah, so. you're so chocked full of caffeine that yeah. you're just buzzing you all the time. You want to move around all yeah. the time. Sometimes Perfect I get one of those model. crazy sweet drinks and then I feel really sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was so gross when I worked there. I definitely almost got diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I almost had diabetes last summer. I was really scared. I was in the, the danger range. Yeah, for sure. And uh, 
I was terrified and it like, you know, pretty normal weight and everything. So it came as a very big surprise. And I was like, well, what the fuck's wrong with my body? <laughs> Bodies are just crazy. They're magic. Look at that nose. Oh, what a cute little nose. <laughs> For the listener, Alicia really likes putting her nose on the microphone. <laughs> and sometimes it pushes up and it makes it look really cute. Oh, <laughs> Does it work on ours too? Not really. <laughs> and it also kind of hurts. Yeah. Yours is better. Alicia's is special. Uh, Alicia, what's your retail nightmare? Well, I was thinking of a couple of different options, but I remembered this today. I only remember it every 10 years, I think. So <laughs> I used to go to this really cool hairdresser in Montreal. His name was Benjamin Robbins. I think that's what was his name. Or is that the guy from Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> <laughs> that's Christopher Robin. Okay. So it was Benjamin Robin, I think. And I used to get a deal when I got my haircut with him because I was like a cool kid. <laughs> So I'd go and get like my cool short haircut and one day, and he had this cool British accent and he's like, you know, I'm opening up a salon and I was wondering if you'd like to come work for me. Whoa. And I was like, ah, he's like, you know, I need help running the place. And so I don't know. What do you think? And I was like, yeah, that sounds really cool. Like, and I was in this really fancy building and it was going to be this, like the first type of salon of its kind. He did makeup for Hollywood actors and very famous people. Like you. Yeah. Not then. <laughs> Just uh, so I took the job and it turned out that he didn't want me to help run it. He wanted me to help wash people's hair. Oh. And I'm not great at touching strangers. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I Well, that's my nightmare is having to touch a bunch of people and then like in turn them touching me. Yeah. Like their hair touching you. But oh. one of the, it was like it was a really beautiful place and he had like a proper business type manager at the front. She was really nice and the salon was beautiful and we got like 50% off products and free haircuts and um, I let someone give my naturally black hair streaks and I looked like a raccoon. <laughs> it's a terrible mistake. And one day I was working there just part time, like maybe once a week at this point, like it wasn't, wasn't really a great fit. And the family came in to get ready for the wedding and it was my best friend from elementary, like high school. We're no longer really close. I always knew her mother didn't really like me and, uh, everyone had gone on to like university and were doing great with their lives. And I was just in this kind of gray area for an extended period of time. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do. And you were then, a raccoon. I was a raccoon. And You're then in the hair world and I was in the hair world and they came in and it was nice to see the sisters, but I could tell that the mom was just like, so this is where you ended up Ugh. washing hair. And then I had to wash her hair. And you washed it with And then I poison. accidentally got her whole blouse wet because I was so terrible Friends at washing Friends moms are the worst because you can't really confront them. No, you can't be like, your mom's a bitch. Yeah. Well, usually they know. I think your friends know. Yeah, no one is like, my mom is my best friend because then that person is not your friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have I bad don't, taste like, I don't would not go so far as to say that this woman was a, a bitch. But she definitely did not like me. And I think that she probably had like good parental reasons for not liking me. But I think on the outside, maybe sometimes I looked like a bad kid. But on the inside, I wasn't. Well, you told us and- all those stories about being like... A really sexy kid. I'm sure I could hula hoop. Um, but also there was a stage where I like in grade eight and nine, I had a falling out with her daughter. So she's probably just being like a protective mom and stuff. But I just felt like lower than low, dirtier Aww. than dirt with my sh- like shaved head and tattoos and <laughs> my dumb hair washing job. <laughs> Whatever. That's the perfect time to do that. Like when you're 20 or yeah just just, figuring stuff out i mean maybe now like i look back and like i think that she might have also just been a shy person Hmm. uh but to me she was like this like they had more money than my family and i really admired them and they had came from a happy family and that's weird and yeah so i think a lot of like stuff for me when i i was a kid and up until like i started to really recognize it was there was like definitely i was going to be jealous of you if you had what looked to me like a stable home life oh yeah because there's nothing nothing i wanted more than to walk in to my house growing up and it to be a happy place after school I have a couple friends now who have parents that are still married and they still live in the home that they grew up in. And I'm like, what the fuck Ew, is wrong no, with you? Not a bet. 
like it's beautiful and it but and then they'll like you know show me pictures and they'll be like these are my parents aren't they great and i'm sort of like did you photoshop them together <laughs> yeah i'm like how did, did you get them in the same room yeah, yeah. <laughs> i literally have two photos of my parents like oh, yeah, in the I same room no memory of my parents together me neither Wow. Like, I yeah. don't ever remember seeing them hug or kiss ever. And we lived together for 16 oh, years. Oh, no. My parents were always kind of separated. Okay. And then also my dad lived in Vancouver and we lived in Montreal when I was oh, little. Oh, that's huge. Well, that yeah. makes sense. There's a distance. Well, yeah. I didn't see them together because they were in different cities. Physical distance. We all lived in a... In Yellow a, submarine? <laughs> a duplex, but in the same plex of the duplex. <laughs> Is that the correct term? It is the correct term. Yeah, I also just remembered, though, that I was, at that time, <laughs> two really fun stories with the, my friend's family was they asked me to come over for games or something on Christmas Day, which was really great. And that year, I'd gotten perfume as a present. Ooh. And I put it on. I was like, I can't smell it. And I put it on more, <laughs> and I still couldn't smell it. No. Then I put on more, and still couldn't smell it. And so then I went to their house, and everyone was like, <laughs> <laughs> What is that smell? And I, they're like, oh, Alicia. Like, they're kind of teasing me. They're like, did you get perfume for Christmas? Oh. And, and you're like, can you smell it? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> like, they're a little bit, like, cheeky, a little bit mean. And it felt really self-conscious. And I think it was the winter before that <laughs> my friend had ordered from Avon self-tanning cream. It was the first year that self-tanning cream came out. And awesome. I was like, maybe 13. self-tanning cream so <laughs> the much. The first generation of self-tanning cream was crazy. It's really? still crazy. This was the craziest. No, no. It was I've orange. never been able to get it even ever in my oh, life. Oh, you got to get Jergens. Oh. Jergens three days to glow. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I put it on and it was kind of the same thing. I'm like, I don't think I'm getting any darker. So I just kept putting oh, on yeah. more and more and more. And then, like, my parents never really looked at me. <laughs> so I got out of the house. <laughs> and I was uh, wearing my favorite ski jacket because I was really into downhill skiing. And I thought I looked so pretty because I'm also from the generation, like, the darker your tan, the prettier you are. Like, tinfoil, baby lotion, whatever you can do. Uh, her dad, really nice man. I uh, kept looking at me at the rearview mirror <laughs> and I had noticed at the video store, all the boys were looking at me too and I was like, and kind of talking to themselves and then looking at me and I was like, I look great. And then, so we get in the car with our video, which is like probably some dumb Adam Sandler thing or whatever. And her dad's looking at me in the rearview mirror and I'm like, I think he has a crush on me. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. What am I going to do? He has a crush on me. He has a crush on me. You're like, can I sleep with my friend's dad? <laughs> yeah. You're like rationalizing. I'm like he is very handsome. <laughs> Um, so that I think I'm like extra 14 and I'm kind of like looking and he can see he's kind of like his eyes are crinkling like he's a handsome man and his eyes are crinkling uh, and he's smiling and when I got home my friend called me and she's like my dad could not stop laughing how much of that self-tanner did you use <laughs> no but I did that when I first when I first got self-tanner maybe it was 13 or something and I would only put it on my face and then <laughs> Like a green I don't know why. I don't even remember why I thought that that was important. It's a but good look. It gets darker the longer you leave it, right? Like you yeah. put it on and it dries and it gets darker. And I put a bunch on the night before and then I put a bunch on the morning. <laughs> and then my mom and I were in the car driving to school and she looked over and she said, why do you have an orange line around your neck? <laughs> Did anyone at school laugh at you? No, I was pretty cool. So everyone else just started doing it. Yeah, everyone was like, <laughs> oh, oh like, I, I forgot my line today. Yeah. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Yeah, like it was like a, that was on Christmas vacation. And so by the time we got back to school in the new year, it had been six or seven days and still orange. <gasps> I was like, oh, no one's going to notice this now. And like within <laughs> minutes, someone's like, did you go to Florida? <laughs> yes. And for a moment, I was like, God, I wish we could afford a trip to Florida. <laughs> Maybe I could lie through this and be like, yeah, totally. We finally went to for that big family vacation. <laughs> That's like uh, the lies that I had to come up with when I was 15 or 16 and I got alcohol poisoning. Oh, no. And I fell on my face down some stairs and I had a big scrape on my nose. And it was, I think, during spring break, but, you know, that didn't fully heal by the time I came back and I had all these lies planned. And I was like, <laughs> I was snorkeling and I scraped it on some coral. I'm like, oh, I got like scraped by a shark, but like not a big shark, like just a little <laughs> one. A baby shark? And then also like, oh, I was just like skateboarding and I totally wiped out all these lies. Yeah. No one asked me what happened. I was skateboarding face. on a shark. <laughs> yeah, I was like making out with a hot shark on a skateboard. Yeah. yeah. What did your family do? 
of course, <laughs> of course, no one asked me what was wrong with my face. That's the saddest part. Yeah. I, I was making it with Brad Pitt, and he bit my face. Yeah, he's just like kind of rough, but I'm into it. So whatever. <laughs> like I didn't, you know, I didn't stop him. Uh, no, because it was like non-visible by that time. It was like a tiny little scab, and also I think I told everyone that I wound up at the hospital because I drank too much. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty I, cool. Alcohol poisoning is really scary. I've never had to have my stomach pump, but I'm sure that I have had it before. Yeah, me too. I didn't get my stomach pump. It was a really crazy thing. My friend and I decided we did the thing where we both told each other's mom or told our moms that we were going to each other's places. And then we're like, we're going to go get alcohol. (laughs) And we went to our friend's house who he he just looked really old. And he, even though he was in high school, he could always buy alcohol without ever getting ID'd. And so we got him to get us a Mickey of like Alberta premium vodka. Oh boy. The cheapest one. The grossest. <laughs> and I think we just chugged it like in one go. It was so disgusting. And then can you not have that alcohol anymore? Well, I've never tried. <laughs> I didn't because, drink alcohol like for three years after that. But everybody's thing that they got really drunk on the first time they drank. Mm-hmm. Like I have that with cinnamon schnapps. <laughs> that might, I think for a lot of people it's schnapps. Yeah. It was, or like fireball. No parent would drink that. Well, yeah, that's what happened. My best friend Danielle in high school, uh, her mom had a liquor cabinet and then she was like, she just looked for the dustiest one because like the one oh, that her smart. mom would miss. Smart. She came over to my house. And we were drinking the cinnamon schnapps. It was disgusting. It was so big. And it tasted so bad that we were like, oh, we should cut it with something. And all we had was orange juice. Oh. So we mixed it with orange oh, juice. But orange and cinnamon's nice. That's false. It was the grossest thing. <laughs> Not like fake cinnamon, I feel like. Okay. Yeah. And so I still can't have anything that's cinnamon flavored. Like even toothpaste. It just makes me gag. Well, that's weird and unnatural. A lot of people hate cinnamon. It's okay. Thank you. Was the best spice, but only for French toast. I anyway, love it. The end of my really? story yeah. is oh, that sorry. <laughs> it's my, <okay>. it happens. <laughs> this is a good story, though, actually, because I was like an idiot. I had already been suspended from school for smoking weed uh, when I was fifteen, and this happened the next year. So it was like, oof, Jessica, come on, get your shit together. My friend and I, my friend Stephanie and I, were like probably four months apart. But we really looked alike. Her dad was Mexican, so she had a Hispanic last name. I have a French-Canadian last name. But we looked very similar. And so, you know, it got to the stage where we were passing out. And we were at this guy's house. And his parents were there. Like, it was in Shaughnessy or whatever. So they're, you know, at a different wing of the house. So they weren't paying attention to what we were doing. They're all rich and whatever. And so the guys realized, like, oh, wow, these girls got way too drunk too fast let's get them outside for some air and we went outside and we just like fainted and so a car was driving past and saw these two guys like dragging two girls like back into the yard and they just phoned the police immediately good thank you but also it was just our friends and they were completely sober and they were also not creeps and they were just trying to look after us and so uh, an ambulance came and I didn't want my mom to know that I had lied. And so they asked me what my name was. And I gave them my first name and then my friend's last name to trick them. And then when they asked for my mom's phone number, I gave them my cell phone number. And then I had my phone in my pocket on silent. So it was just like it kept ringing and ringing and going to voicemail. So I was like, yeah, I'm so smart. (laughs) It was just like laying (laughs) in a pile of my own vomit <laughs> being like, i'm so fucking smart and then they were trying to figure out what my how much i had had to drink and so they were taking blood from me and they said like you know normally when they like take a sample of blood it comes gushing out they're like it was like a drip 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 I'm like i had crazy low blood pressure and oh, i was no but the funny thing was i woke up in the hospital a few hours later and they didn't even have to pump my stomach and I just woke up and I immediately felt great and I was just like whoa thank god that's over <laughs> my mom was so mad because of course, you I didn't died. have any hangover because oh. I was just so young <laughs> <laughs> she wanted me to have a hangover so I would know not to do that ever again but I was like well and the first thing I said when I woke up was a joke and it made my mom and my friend's mom and the nurse who was attending me like all just burst into laughter and then my mom was like this is not a time to be making jokes after they finished what bit was it i 
I think it was like the premiere of BC had just been arrested for a oh, DUI. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I feel like Gordon Campbell or whatever. <laughs> and they all laughed. And oh, I was like, still got it. <laughs> yeah. As a 16-year-old. Yeah. Well, I got really drunk with my mom when I was 16. Whoa. What? This what? is not cool. No, because we would go to comedy clubs together. Really? Whoa. What? Yeah, like, that's like, how I started comedy, getting drunk with my mom. <laughs> Okay, that's... I don't like your mom. No, you would love her. No, she's she, coming to visit. She, well, like, helped you achieve your dream. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm not an alcoholic now, so it's fine. That's true. Yeah. But she was taking her child to a comedy club. To follow her dreams. But getting drunk with her. For fun. But, like, while mm. supervising her. So it's like, yeah. you're not out by yourself you drinking. You know what? And by sure, getting drunk, by getting drunk, I mean I had one drink. Yeah. Well, then say one drink. I was <laughs> drunk, Alicia. When you're a kid, you're like, "That's all I need. I'm a lightweight." I'm not mad at your mom anymore. Just disappointed. <laughs> I'm not 100 percent on board. I think it is good to discuss drinking with your kids because my parents did not do that, and I had a rough four years, I'd say. Well, yeah, I never went years. through like like I still will only drink like when I'm on podcasts <laughs> that's true you don't drink when you perform no i, like, I don't drink, drink very much at all sometimes. yeah yeah this is like my big thing once a week that i like i didn't drink on halloween i don't drink when i play a show i just drink for podcasts yeah <laughs> it's <too>. like <laughs> alicia's coming over i'm just gonna drink in front of her <laughs> yeah i don't really drink a lot i don't drink when i perform stand-up i do drink a little bit at my show but i've also have to be very careful yeah I have something that ties back into retail that's with us. Please. The only time I drank a lot was when I worked at the wine store with Erica Sigurdsson. Because every time I'd do a shift, I would just bring home a bottle of wine that I would purchase. Just to be clear. (laughs) On the record. I know I said a lot about Starbucks. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I would just bring a a bottle of wine. And I didn't really drink it by myself, but I'd go to my friend Sam's house and we'd drink a bottle of red or a bottle of white. Got a little sassy. About talk rose. about it's getting fat. Nothing, gets, <laughs> nothing makes a woman sassier than a bottle of wine. Oh, it's so true. Okay, my retail nightmare is back from my dollar store days. Whoa, dark days. Oh my goodness. The darkest. <laughs> uh, so I worked at this store that was, it was a chain, but it was all owned by one guy. And it was all a chain within the city. He owned like four of these stores. Was it called the Kitchen Bucket? Yeah, it was called the Kitchen Bucket. Okay. And it sort of passed itself off as a dollar store, but it was actually sort of like a high-end crap store. Yeah, high-end crap. Uh, and so there was no computers, and there was just like an old-fashioned till. Mm. You could pay with like credit cards or whatever, but you had to write everything down on a piece of lined paper that anyone bought. So you would have to write down the name. Like a description of it, and then you would write down the maker, and then you would write down the barcode number for every item. So if someone's coming in and they're buying – it was so many people who had just moved into apartments, and they were like, okay, I need a shower curtain, I need a can opener, I need blah, 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 you know. Plunger. All those little things that you need, and every time – I got to put some stew down my toilet. Yeah. (laughs) I just – I made a stew for the past six months, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Uh, no, uh, your butt. <laughs> yeah. My butt is a and wonderful chef. Uh, <laughs> so you would have to write all that stuff down and it was insane. And then once you would fill out a page, you would fax it to the main store. <laughs> and then <laughs> the, and we would get like spam on our fax. It would like be an incoming fax and it would be like, you've won a free cruise trip. And I'd be like, how did you know this was a fax line? Like... <laughs> weird spam are they like trying to fax every phone number and they're like oh we got one we got one (laughs) we nailed it we nailed it go team (laughs) so and then the owner every day would show up at the end of the day with boxes full of all the items that you'd sold and you'd have to reshelve everything even though there was already like 20 of everything on the shelf because he was very like ocd and just intense he punched a homeless man. He punched once. a homeless guy. Yeah. <gasps> Episode yeah. one. If you if you want to hear that story, <laughs> I start off on a high note and it's very depressing. But <laughs> so this one guy came in one day and I would work by myself in this huge store where there could have been twenty murderers lurking in the corners and I wouldn't have known because there's no cameras or anything like that. And so this guy came in and he was wearing one of those like bomber jackets and he was tall and sort of good looking. <sighs> 
not really, but mm. like maybe he seemed like he might have been an actor. So like oh, he yeah. thought he was good looking. Oh, those are the greatest people to watch. Yeah. And he was just like really confident and just moved around being like, oh yeah, I need one of these. This looks great. Like, yeah, I want this iron. Oh, do you have like a fancier iron? Yeah, I'll take that one. You know what? I'm just going to take both. And he went around and he grabbed maybe 50 things and he just brought them all up to the front and I'm like, okay, better get writing all these things down. And then he gives me a credit card to ring all these things through. And he's just like, yeah, I just moved and blah, blah, blah. He's a fast talking guy. <laughs> so I'm writing all these things down. And it's like, okay, he's buying like the copper pots, like so expensive, ringing everything up. And then I'm like, okay, your total comes to like $987. And he's like, yeah, on Visa. And I'm like, okay, do you have ID? Because like you're supposed to do that in any purchase over a certain amount. And he was like, yeah, it's just in my car. Let me go get it. And then he left because it was a stolen credit card. And he was just a weirdo who was going to buy all that stuff and then try and sell it, I guess. Mm -hmm. I almost wish I would have let him get it all because that would have been so much work being like, do you want to buy this wonderful like, (laughs) Proctor Silex toaster? Like All the stuff was so marked up in that store. It was unbelievable. That's a classic move. Like the, oh, yeah, we're going to get everything here. Yeah. yeah, that looks good on you. Yeah, don't try it on. That doesn't fit. Oh, then no problem. Yeah, I'm really in a rush. And, and girl I just, alone in the store. Yeah, and I need Total. all the most expensive things. And I was also a teenager, too. They know where and when to go in. But I didn't let him get away it. with it. Smart. I did it. You did it. Yeah. Yay. So if you have one more retail nightmare, right? I have one more that I wanted to talk about that I forgot about before. It is Starbucks. It was (laughs) excellent. Okay, so I moved to Vancouver on my 18th birthday, far away from home. Yeah. And I was going to fashion school, and I dropped out almost right away. Yeah. And then my parents told me I had to get a job. So I got a job at, I think it's called Numero Uno Pizza (laughs) for one shift. For the English listener, that means number one. (laughs) Hola. (laughs) (laughs) I worked there for one shift, like the graveyard shift. It was the worst experience of my life. Still have not been paid, but whatever. (laughs) And the reason I worked that one shift is because they hired me and I just needed a job so bad. And then the next day I got a call from Starbucks and then I was so excited that I didn't have to work at Numero Uno Pizza anymore. Where is that? It's Granville. Oh, no. Yeah. Granville and Smythe? No, Granville and Smythe was my Starbucks. Um, Numero Uno was a few blocks down. But like that's where like you would crazy have to drunk place? deal with all the bros. Oh, yeah. It's under a and hostel. Bros, but first It's bros. under a hostel that's full of... That's bad news. Yeah, it's terrible. Anyway, I'm finally... I'm so excited about Starbucks. And Starbucks has two weeks of training. So two weeks of training. My friend Sean is training me. He's the best. We're still friends. Let me steal anything I wanted. Greatest guy ever. Eat. Good eat dude. anything you wanted. Yeah, he's the greatest guy. <laughs> and then, because you have to train for two weeks. And then I also got my first like boyfriend. Not first boyfriend, but like first adult boyfriend. I was killing it. Having a great time. <laughs> and then my first day at Starbucks, I got deathly ill. Like sicker than I've been in my entire life. My fever was like 106. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I couldn't eat anything. Like couldn't keep anything you down. You couldn't eat any of the stuff you stole? <laughs> I know. It was very sad. <laughs> so do you ever consider you might have been cursed by the stolen food? I was. Yeah. I did have an exorcism later that day. <laughs> but yeah. I was really, really sick. So I was kind of blowing off the guy that I was seeing. And I, like, I went, I'd go into work and then I'd, like, I have to lie down in the back and I'd go home. So everybody at work hated me. Because they thought that I was just not doing anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the guy that I was seeing thought that I was blowing him off, too. So he was like, well, just let me come over if you're sick. So he came over, and I'm, like, throwing up and pale and sweating. So sexy. Do you want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> Can I put it in your butt? I'm like, <laughs> what? Guys, come no. on. <laughs> I'm getting it in the butt from both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was just such a mess. He took my temperature and he's like, you need to go to the hospital With right now. With his penis. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, we have to take it rectally. <laughs> it is the most accurate way. It's but, true. But I was that sick for like almost a month. Like it was crazy. Oh, no. And go to the hospital and then they were like, it's just the flu or something. Just, but I didn't get better for a full month. Whoa. What? And yeah, everybody at Starbucks hated me for the first like year that I worked there because of that month. That's not fair. I know. They're so mean. Except what's wrong with you? I still don't know what it was. That sounds really serious. It was. 
That was the story I wanted to tell. <laughs> Boy, that's really sad. That- I'm sorry that you were not allowed to heal with dignity. Yeah. I'm sorry well, I think- that everyone was mad at you that you were sick. Like, that's well, like, that what happens control. in retail, It's because I didn't yeah. look sick. It's be- like I was so feverish Beautiful. and sick. You had like so this glow. glistening. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there some sort of like deathly thing that people look really beautiful right before they died? Some sort of one of those plagues? Sexy plague. <laughs> Sexy plague. I just remember having to like hide behind the counter when customers came in and just like lie down on the floor because I felt so dizzy. It was Jeez. crazy. It was the weirdest thing. Wow. That I'm sounds like a terrible virus. Better. But I wanted that job so bad because I didn't want to work at Numero Uno Pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd seen the dark side. And you yeah. may just have had like back. some sort of weird parasite you picked up from eating Numero Uno yeah. Pizza. Yeah. I didn't eat that pizza. That's okay. disgusting. <laughs> You're like just like... I don't have pizza standards. Osmosis. No? Well, I do. I can't eat pizza. Do you yeah. fresh but- <laughs> I would not like in Montreal, as you know, there's like there were the dollar pizza wars, like just the cheapest yeah. street food. And I can remember getting dr- so drunk and the best place, um, I think it was called Euro Deli. Is that what it was called? <laughs> they made trashy. really, really like delicious it. pizza. They just closed and I cried when I read it in the Aww. paper. They made delicious snacks and they o- were open late and you can go in there and get pretty good pasta and well, stuff. Well, my favorite fast foodie type thing in Montreal was always like Donaire shawarma. Yeah, fat then, touch. Yeah, the place that we always used to go when I lived there was um, Sarah's. Oh, I don't know that place. St. Catherine, I think. Oh. It was amazing and I was in Montreal all summer and I went there and I've never been happier. You should make an interactive shareable Google map I of thought about all your that. favorite restaurants and then like superimpose them over top of each other. <laughs> It'd be like an introvert's guide to Montreal. And I'll just be doing something else. <laughs> well, eating by yourself in Montreal is really fun. Yeah. Because it's like the people watching there is better, I think, than in Vancouver. I yeah. had to go to some health industry parties though when I was there in February because uh, I was there for a trade show for my job. And I had a really nice hotel room to myself. And I went to all my favorite restaurants when I was there. But I did have to do some work-related socializing, which I'm not great at. And I went to the BioK party. That's the oh. anti- the uh, probiotic party. Oh, I'm <laughs> like a big it. probiotic <laughs> brand. And I really like their product. I think it's super effective. It's like magic. But... <laughs> They had definitely either hired professional dancers to make the party cooler. Oh, weird. I couldn't tell because I just couldn't. Maybe they were like, they, maybe they got an invite and they worked at stores, but like they were just almost like too cool. Like, you know, when someone is like one accessory too many and you get suspicious of how cool their outfit yeah. is. Or You're like, you didn't put that together. They're like amazing, beautiful dancers mixed in with like hippies, like dancing like hippies where they really use their arms a lot more than you would expect. That's oh, what hippies do. Hippies like hippies dance mostly mainly arms. with their arms. Yeah. 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 And when I dance, like arms are they're doing really move their nothing. Shoulders. I'm only shoulder movement. <laughs> oh. That's very sexy. No legs? <laughs> no, no. No, like sitting. Always. Oh. <laughs> oh, chair dancing. Yeah. It's a good Look, I and like I was it. just standing in a corner, and of course, all the cocktails were made with like cocktails. Cocktails. They were in. Yeah, crocs. they were actually they were mocktails and cocktails. Oh. Uh, but my they boss is like, "This is your city. Socialize." And I'm like, "I don't socialize with people like this." You're like, "I want to sit alone in a restaurant." <laughs> That's yeah. what I do. At another party in Toronto, there was a chocolate fountain. Ooh. I stood by the chocolate fountain for 30 minutes, people watching. <laughs> people get so aggressive. It's so great. They were having trouble getting it started, and like people were getting so mad. I'm like, this is free food, guys. You can't get mad. No. Also, once it starts, it's like infinite chocolate. So yeah. like everyone gets them. That's and I don't really like hole. chocolate fountains. <laughs> the things that I want to dip in there, I can't. Which is like cake. I bet like that's a, good. What, like your butt? I just <laughs> Papa of the week. Papa of the week. Time out on butts. Papa of the week. Uh, my papa this week is butts, just uh, in general. Okay, well, that's fine then. Well, who's your papa of the week? You know that my papa is you, Alicia. <laughs> Why am I your papa? Oh, because you're the cutest. <laughs> yeah, I am pretty cute. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I wish everyone could see how you put your nose on the microphone. I wish one of us could take a photo, but none, none of us have any memory in our phones. No, we don't have any space on our phones because we're really bad at deleting things. Just in general. In what if lives. I need the screenshot of my lock page? You know? <laughs> I need to remember what my lock screensaver was that time. Yeah, if any of the listeners have a Google phone, could you please tell me how to make a screen block <laughs> picture <laughs> and i don't even know it's called could you it's please like when someone's like sends me a picture of some text they got i'm like that's so rad how do you do that <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. my 
Popo of the week is uh, past guest Morgan Brayton and Michelle <gasps> Brayton's new dog, Bunbury. He's so weird looking. I love it. He's so good looking in person. Puppy? Well, that's the thing. Just He's a, a total mystery. mystery. He definitely, I, I'm going to lean bulldog. I'm going to say because he's 90%. got like this tight body. That's like meaty. And oh, I love a girthy dog body. He's I yeah, love a girthy tight dog bod. body. But then he's got <laughs> this wiry hair that kind of sticks out oh, all over the place, a including mohawk. a mohawk. Yeah. Oh my god. And he has a little bit of an underbite. It's subtle. It only shows up if he's like really wants a treat. He has one left paw that turns in. Oh. The front left paw turns in, bulldogish. And he's so good. He's like two years old. They adopted him from a rescue place. He's only two. He's only two, he but he looks, looks like the like oldest a senior man. dog. Yeah, I have a picture of him. I'll show you guys We've, after this show. Oh, I follow that dog. <laughs> oh, you can follow him. What's his uh, Instagram? It's like Bunbury, the saddest dog. <laughs> no, let's, no. Anyways, we will put it on the on the blog. But the uh, he's a great dog. He's so friendly. They've really lucked out, and he really lucked out by landing in that household with four cats. One of whom, Billy. It's very bad. Um, <laughs> he's like the boss of the house and he's like ready to attack Bunbury. But Bunbury's kind of like bring it on a little bit. And it, he's just the nicest dog I've met in ages. And it was really nice to meet him. I met him on Halloween. At first he was so scared. But then after most people left, he came downstairs and we all got to pet him and feed him <gasps> many treats. So many treats. <gasps> and it was great. I really I'm so happy for dog. them. So his, Bunbury is my puppy of the week. I love Bunbury. Papo. Papo. Pardon. He's also Did you know that people puppy. are hashtagging Papo on Instagram? I know. It's great. People I are like, using it a lot now. I always forget and then sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, let's see how this is going. And then I'll go and favorite every single one and then I'm like, are people going to think that I'm really creepy if I do that? Nope. It's like, people will be excited. Who's your Papo? Who's uh, <laughs> but still? Well, I've been waking up really early these days, I think just because I'm super stressed because yeah. like, this is my last week of work. When are you waking up? like six and mm. I usually w- wake up at like 11 <laughs> so it's a big it's a big jump <laughs> it's a big jump and I'm always like what the fuck <laughs> like why and sometimes because I've been having meetings for a new job that I'm starting and those will be earlier and so I'll be trying to wake up at like nine but still this morning I woke up at six but one day last week I woke up and Jay was fast asleep and the reason why I woke up is because I heard a noise. And it's a noise that I've heard a few times before. And every time I hear it, I usually think, what is that? It's a monster. It's an alien. It's <laughs> such a scary noise. What's going on? But this time, I knew what it was. It was raccoons. Whoa. And so it was – the sun wasn't even up yet. <laughs> it was like that weird – I don't even know so excited when right you would call that time. That's <laughs> No, Dawn. <laughs> Dawn, yeah, yeah. Dawn. it's like I, this is foreign to me. <laughs> I'm never awake for that part of time. So I went and I looked out on my balcony for raccoons. Whoa, a family of raccoons. And my balcony is where I'm on the main floor and it's not even a balcony. It's like on the ground, but there's a little swoop underneath it. That's not <laughs> like a swoop, you know, sure. like, like a ground banana. swoop. Underneath it, there it's not solid ground. And in the past, I think animals have lived under there before, like raccoons, because I have heard that noise from time to time. But there's four raccoons under there. And then they would climb out, and I got so excited, and I was just standing there, and it was freezing because there's a, a crazy draft at my balcony door. And I was just staring at them for maybe like 20 minutes before they realized that I was there. And then once they did realize I was there, they got even more curious. And so they came up and like were right up against the window. And then I had to wake up Jay. (laughs) And the whole time I was like just in my underwear. (laughs) And then I realized I was very cold. (laughs) And so I started feeding them. And (gasps) no, I know. Well, they haven't come back since. So it's not like it's not become a dependent thing. No, I gave them good snacks. They were into it. But it was so weird. There was four of them. What kind of snacks? Like granola bars? I gave them a piece of bread. <laughs> did you I looked open it up. the door or did you put it through the window? No, I opened the door and they would get sort of spooked. Like I didn't hand feed them or anything okay. like that. I know that's That bad. only works for Japanese tourists. You didn't make them eat it out of your butt? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. like this for if they come the back. The <laughs> we don't pull it together. I'll know if they really like me if they come back and then oh, I'll let them stop it. have the back door open. <laughs> and, 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 and a podcast! No! I have to keep telling you about these raccoons. Well, do it like a grown-up person with a brain. So we put out... And a butt. 
Oh, Grown up people can be into butts. It's a normal thing. It's uh, perfectly natural. <laughs> so we put out a bowl of fresh water for them because that's oh, what we nice. do for so the squirrels. And so Link just immediately put all their hands in it yeah. and turned it into like the brownest water. <laughs> and then got their little like muddy footprints and handprints all over the balcony. And I, I love it. I don't even want to wash it off. But so I thought because we had such a magical time, I thought they'd come back the next day. They haven't been back and it's been a week. And But the whole time I think that they're sleeping under there like every day and I just sort of... Yeah, uh, you might just be off schedule wise. Yeah. Well, I haven't woken up. But the noise, only one of them was making the noise and it's this crazy high pitch like... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And I love it. Yeah. I love how they wash their hands because I love washing their hands. I love their little fingers. It's crazy. They're so they. I feel like they're artists. <laughs> like they, skunks they are too. Amazing. Skunks are so oh, cute. Skunks? I saw one the other day when I was walking Grandpa. I, we really we booked it. Oh yeah, no one out not saw safe him, with a dog, but, I saw but him. they're beautiful. Skunks are my other favorite. Like I've never uh, seen their hands before. Raccoons are night dogs and skunks are night cats. <laughs> This year, Wait, we've, like scientifically, no, like yeah. that's what that's how sure. you feel, like in my heart. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like my friend calls them that, and then there's squirrels too. So like Jay and I have really upped our game with like contact and friendship with squirrels and raccoons this year, and so just like all we have left is to become friends with a skunk or a few skunks, because <laughs> Jay has that weird sort of animal. Snow White thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. animals just love him. And he's like communed with skunks before. Sometimes he'll be walking home drunk <laughs> from a show or something and he'll see a skunk and it'll be trying to cross the road and he will like cross with it to make sure the skunk is safe. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we'll just see a skunk and walk for blocks to follow the skunk. <laughs> this is not like typical skunk behavior. The skunks in my neighborhood are very nice. Yeah. They can be very friendly as long as you keep your distance and like never, you know, startle them. You just got to be quiet and like move calmly and uh, then you can basically befriend anything. Oh, that's, that's sweet. smaller than you at that's least. That's a happy ending. Yeah. That's a happy ending. If you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. It might well, not be about butts. Well, we both know. It is about butts. 100% because yeah. she made that face at me like, haha, <laughs> check it out. Check me out, hot stuff. And then she went... i didn't know such thing so sophie if people want to find you on social media how can they do that um on twitter i'm sophie buddle b-u-d-d-l-e yeah and then on instagram um soph buds soph buds (laughs) (laughs) and do you have any like shows coming up in the next week or so that you're looking forward to and would like to talk about i think this comes out on monday right yeah well tomorrow <laughs> Tomorrow no. before Monday, I'm doing talent time at the Rio. Oh, that's oh. gonna be great! Yeah, that's cool. And then I'm at the mix at the beginning of December, but I don't remember the dates. Oh, that's Middling. good. So yeah. keep your eyes open for Sophie at the comedy mix. And sorry, losers, if you missed her at talent time. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, you should definitely see Sophie perform. She's very funny, very um, funny. and you should definitely follow her on Twitter and Instagram. Her Instagram account is also hilarious because she posts a lot of pictures of Beyonce. Oh, that's true. Jessica? Um, I'm plugging the fact that I am soon to be mainly unemployed. Yeah. Congratulations. As of the time this comes out. Yeah. I have another job, but it's part time. So check my blogs because I'll probably be updating them a lot. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I said to Jay the other day. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely get caught up on all my blogs. And he was like, but are you really going to do that? Are you just going to say that you're going to do that and then procrastinate? I'm like, I'm going to be unemployed. Yeah, but there's like this unemployed time where you're just like catching up on sleep. Catching up on smoking weed. (laughs) (laughs) All of those three things at the same time. (laughs) And blogging. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's what about that. My blogs are about high jerking off while asleep. Uh, I guess, I don't know. I'm going to update my food blog. Sure. Pan-seared peace naps. Yeah. Tumblr.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I finished my, my dumb horror blog. That's done now. I'm never going to do that ever again. That's too many horror movies. It's too... Uh, I hate it. Horror um, movies are scary. They, yeah. By nature. I'll say it. <laughs> like, I wasn't going to say there. it. But yeah, I have a uh, a fake food blog. I mean, the food is real, but it's... I hate food blogs. Mm-hmm. basically like really sincere food blogs i'm not into like uh, you take photos of food that always just actually make me hungry and you're not like super 
douchey about it. I could be, but I don't want to lose all of my friends. But you're not a douche, <laughs> like, by nature. I feel like I can get away with it a bit more because I have a cookbook. And, yeah. And I, I studied You nutrition. know what you're talking about. You're not, like... And some, I'm not a foodie. Like, you're never going no. to hear me going on and on about, like, a something-something. Like, I just like food. I like eating and I like cooking. Yeah. And also, food is, like, super political and a lot of people don't have it. Yelp has just made people the biggest turd hats I've Oof. ever seen in my oh, fucking life. Oh, the South Park life. episode about Yelp oh, I haven't seen it. is amazing. It's I can't new. wait. You'll love it. It's Somebody great. I like was like, I decided to put a thing on Yelp. And I was like, you could just write the restaurant a letter. Give it's it an to option. an owl. And Although my doctor, my family doctor's Yelp reviews, when I fell down the stairs the other day, I was like, shit, I should get in to see a doctor. And then uh, I was like, wait, did I put a, write my MD rating on her yet? Because I was going to rate very poorly from a series of bad experiences and then i've read her all of her rate my md reviews she has like many one out of five and people call her dangerous and i mean i was just mad at her because it's just become shittier and shittier to, to try and get service there and her office is filthy hmm. weird when you mentioned that i was like i didn't even know that was a thing to like rate doctors yeah so you can check out that's I forgot that I needed to check out my doctor, but I know that she's going to be amazing because she compliments my shoes every time I see her. <laughs> so I love her. Excellent. Yeah, she's really cool. That's I what think I call she's younger than me. He's a comedian that used to live here, and he the first thing he'd often do with people is give them a compliment. And like, I, I, it took me like four years to catch on. I was like, I am really good at choosing boots. <laughs> <laughs> or my hair does look good, or that color does look good to me. But I got a compliment every time. I was like. Oh, shit. Like, That's like just legs? a nice thing that you do. And then people fall in love with you. They yeah. think you're the nicest. His girlfriend is very pretty. Well, I'm sure. He probably very... complimented her. Yeah. yeah a few times. Like, you, are, you have nice wrists that's something what, weird that's what very charismatic celebrities he's on his way like bradley cooper's bradley cooper would for sure compliment you well i think he's like a weird sleazeball so like may, i don't know maybe but How like you think he's a sleazeball because he i don't like because he hasn't complimented you yet yeah asshole but like i've <laughs> i used to this is a really weird thing to just say right now at the end of the podcast sure, we can either you know edit it out but or leave it in i used to know hugh jackman and he was just like the most compliment man he would just always and just like kiss everyone on the cheek like every time he would was you coming or going try and move your mouth closer to his mouth like no, right, as a sneaky, like 16. the way dog does that, that is sneaky so i was just like really like i didn't have sexual feelings yet so i was just like oh this man is putting his face near my face and i probably did move it to like get away from him and then it made i it love awkward. face kissy people yeah, it's, like kissing on both cheeks is normal. Like it's European very Montreal. Or, That's why we like it. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it doesn't happen here. So when I'm home and it happens again, I'm like, oh, shit, people touch you and it's normal. People's faces touch all the time. Yeah, it's nice. It's I really wonder nice. if that gives you less colds or more colds. Definitely less colds. Yeah, because like, it builds up your immune system. You're nicer. Right. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you feel just happy. Two kisses. <laughs> a million bucks. It's a nice way to greet people. Yeah, yeah. I miss that. Also, yeah. just like it's a two-handed... Something ass okay <laughs> grab <laughs> sophie thanks so much for thank being you for on having the show. me thank uh, you Jessica, congratulations on your last day at work i know it's awful but it's uh it's one of those mixed blessing deals i'm going i'm going going to I'm going bowling afterwards so <laughs> however bad it is or good it is I get to go bowling, so so it's great. I'm gonna write on the store after you're gone. Big mistake. <laughs> yeah, get on Yelp, everyone. <laughs> Just might. Um, thanks so much for everybody whose ears were involved in this. I guess. <laughs> and and I hope that you guys have a great week. Bye. Bye. Love you. <laughs> I'm sorry I talk so much about butts. No, you like it. I'm not sorry, but I'm also like I don't want to offend anyone. Fetish or whatever. I actually like don't care about that.